I do want to I do want to apologize to the twenty thousand uh, Mike and Tykes for my delay in us uh, podcasting <laughs> again. My bad. Ah, uh, no problem. What What was your uh, SummerSlam experience? What did that look like? Bro, man, I got to catch up with it. I, I didn't get a chance to like watch it live, live, man. But I watched it a couple hours later, man. And it was, I loved it. I, I don't have too many complaints. Yeah, it was, um, it was. It was a little weird for me. Like I, um, the, the the matches, most of them were good. Yeah. Um, there was obviously like one very glaring stinker, which I think. You know, as you being an MMA and WWE enthusiast, both yeah, I think yeah, yeah. kind of uh, agree that they missed the boat a little bit on the uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna match. But um, I'm not sure what they were trying, but I mean, you know, we'll get to it. My bad. But yeah, man, my God, that was horrible. Yeah, it was, it was a little weird though. Like it was a good, it was a good show, but for me, I saw like this was. The sentiment amongst most of the internet wrestling community, there seemed to be kind of like a polarizing split down the middle where a lot of people either really enjoyed it, and then there was a lot of other people saying that they were disappointed by it. Right. Um, and then for, for me, it's I enjoyed most of it, but I guess maybe what it was was because the mark was set a lot higher maybe this year than like last year going into it because I, I remember the sentiment coming out of last year's show was that they knocked it out of the park but i guess because like the bar was a lot lower maybe a year ago compared to like, what it was now like now it's kind of expected for them to deliver so maybe that's a little bit of the uh contributing factors but um i get i guess a good starting point would be to kind of talk about the most um the most important thing coming out of it, which was obviously the bloodline stuff. What what was like your main t- takeaway from uh, from that match? I okay. Well, first and foremost, uh, where was where were the rules for tribal combat? Um, it was from my from my understanding, tribal combat meant that no one no one can interfere. You know, so essentially all we, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it was, like, right, it's in, the, it was right in the fine print, man. That was the, that right. was the main, it was no, nobody can get involved. This is supposed to be mono e mono. This and is supposed to be mono and mono. And honestly, there should have been some kind of a blowback. There should be some kind of a blowback because someone interfered. It doesn't make, it that doesn't make sense. It was 100% supposed to be, and look, Jay versus Roman for leadership. If anyone gets involved, man, that Nolan voids everything, man, man, especially for the person like we all knew Solo was going to get involved. But it's like, come on, bro, what are we doing? Um, the match itself, uh, it, I don't know. I'm not hating on it, but it wasn't anything special. I agree. But I, the, I, I guess I understand the Jimmy turn, but I think they pulled the trigger on that too easily. Um, I kind of felt like a lot of people saw that coming, but it shouldn't have happened at SummerSlam. If anything, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I, I guess we all knew that Jay wasn't going to win, but he still should have won in some capacity. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because like they're not taking the titles off the of homie until he breaks another record, another couple records. And obviously, I'm not. Once again, I think like we said last time. You know, I'm not really opposed to that, man. We need that. We need more reigning current champions. You know, you know the newer the newer age of fans aren't going to go look at a Pedro Morales match 
as much as they would a Roman Reigns match. So it's like, I, I, you gotta get, you gotta keep them on the man. But like, Jay should have won in some fashion. That's why if like Solo got involved or Jimmy got involved, then like you know he didn't lose the titles, but he should have lost at least the, the, uh, the leg. He should have lost the title of Tribal Chief. Yeah, you know, and I think they could have used that to keep the ball going for a little bit, have that internal strife, you know. Then Jimmy pops up and then does that mess where he, oh, I'm trying to save you from yourself, sound and shit. I think they pulled the trigger on that too early. That's all. I, I'm kind of with you with pretty much all you had to say about that. Um, that it kind of the whole thing with the tribal combat stipulation, it turned into essentially a two on one handicap matched midway through with Solo. <laughs> with solo getting involved and I didn't like that. And um, I, I, I did feel like the match was kind of underwhelming, um, unfortunately, but um, in, ter- in terms of, in terms of the big takeaway with how the, the match ended, I do agree that like, cause it was weird. I had this, like, I didn't necessarily think that the Jimmy turn was going to happen, but like at SummerSlam in particular, but I had like this weird premonition that it was coming. I don't know why, but that's just kind of how I felt. I just didn't know if it was going to happen at SummerSlam itself. But um, yeah, and, and like the whole explanation that he gave for oh my god, I don't know. Like that's that's. I mean, I, we under we I, maybe it was maybe it's supposed to be a play off the Rikishi thing. Maybe it's supposed to be that. Maybe it's supposed to be a, like something obvious in our face like that. But that's just, that's just horrible, bro. That's just horrible, man. Because like, even with the explanation that he gave, it still looks like, and it seems like Roman was right the whole time. Like, right. no, man, you don't yeah. like, you know what I mean? Because like, you don't, you don't stop him from stopping Roman when he had the chance to stop Roman. All right, Roman has been wilding out for three years. You took that opportunity away from him and then said, Oh, I did it because what's gonna happen to the Usos? Damn, that's right there. Roman was right because what did he say? Uh, Jimmy was the only one that had a problem with him being the right, yeah, man, didn't want him to be the right hand man. So now it's just like, now it looks like your brother screwed you just to screw you, just to make sure you know you, your, your popularity didn't go too much higher than your own. All right, and so that's. Literally, what Roman was kind of doing in the first place—it was like that's a dumbass explanation. I don't know. I don't know. It hurts me. I, I hope that at some point, and maybe this is where they'll end up going. I hope that because they're clearly with you know Jay Jay quitting. Um, that's kind of their way of biding time, I think, to keep them yeah. apart. Oh, absolutely. They don't want to blow their load on having that match take place like right now, and I think they want to save it for uh, WrestleMania. No. no. Sushi, come on, come on. God damn it. Sorry to do. Oh no, my god. Ah, come on. Come on, Sushi. Come on. Sushi, come on. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. No, I think they're they they're trying to save it for WrestleMania. So this is their way of keeping them apart, which I mean I think it's a good idea in the long run. I think it writes itself with uh WrestleMania being in Philly, City of Brotherly Love, the taglines right there. It kind of writes itself by having that match saved for then. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they do moving forward with, um, you know, keeping them apart. Where do you, where do you feel like Roman, um, you know, sh- where do you feel like Roman should go here in terms of 
because he's I don't think he's he's not scheduled for um, anything to do necessarily with September. I don't know if he's going to be appearing on any Smackdowns, but he's not scheduled as of right now to work payback. I'd assume he's not working fast lane in October. Um, but you would have to think he's most likely going to be wrestling at the uh, no- the November Saudi show and then obviously Survivor Series is later that month too. Do you think that they continue to have Roman um, wrestle family members or do you think Roman now kind of moves on to possibly maybe defending his title against some guys over on SmackDown that he hasn't faced yet? Like how would you do it? If, if, uh, if it was me, I would, uh, I just because we're already purposely trying to cool off the Jimmy and Jay situation until WrestleMania. So that means we have to get the family away from somebody like take the spotlight off of the family. We got to make sure at this point, you know, the titles go back to being like the main focus. So that opens up on, you know, certain people, maybe even some new people that we're trying to. Uh, get into you know that main event position, you know. So, I mean, unfortunately, like I said, you know that they're not going to win, you know that they're not going to win, but they still have to, something has to be done to keep those titles relevant, right? So, who do I mean? So, like, now who do we really got though? Because, like, you know, we're either going to be feeding him the same people that we've been feeding him. Or we're going to be feeding him new people that, you know, we want to see actually start, you know, getting titles and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I think you have to kind of put the title to the forefront because um, probably since Mania, I'd say, the titles have, after, aside of the Cody match, obviously, after yeah. the Cody match, um, the titles have almost become like taking a backseat to Roman and like his, his the family shit. Yeah. So like, I think at this point, you know, especially if, let's just say for for argument's sake, the titles end up getting dropped at Mania. You kind of now have to start building the titles up again to the to right. when you get to that eventual point the moment feels important, you know? Um, so here's where my head was at. I think, like, you know, you've got some, you know, shows coming up, like Saudi, Survivor Series, you know, the Rumble, obviously. Those are, like, three shows you have to think the moment's going to be involved with in some capacity. I was thinking, since Saudi's kind of like a throwaway thing, nothing really matters in terms of, like, long-term plans. That's kind of the route they've taken. Um, and I also did notice this this past Friday. Heyman took like a slight little dig at him in a backstage segment. What if they just like put all chips on the table and decide to go Roman and L.A. night at Saudi? <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's well, a money I'm, I'm down. I'm down for that, but that that once again kind of puts us in that situation where you know, like you know, I think me and you are on the same page with wanting to see LA Knight like ascend to that next level, man. He's, I mean, honestly, he's that guy. But you know, he if he goes into a match against Roman, he's losing that. Yeah, you know. But like now, it just depends on how is he going to lose that. Like, how can we book that so that you know we still keep that you know. The Nova Rise that is goddamn LA Night right now, 
but not, you know, get him beat by the guy who's been unbeatable and everyone knows he's going to win anyway. So, but like, I'm down. I think that's definitely something we need to, that they need to start doing because honestly, well, you know what? Here's the, here's the thing though. Isn't he, aren't they putting him in the U.S. title uh, kind of a little bit now? Uh, like yes. Or do you think that mid situation like kind of knocked him out? He, yeah, he he um he technically lost Friday. I mean, he got like inter- it was interference. Miz cost him the match. Um, so it's looking like Miz and him are going to be facing a payback. Kind of the direction it's going in. But I don't know if I don't know if that's um going to lead to because he's clearly going to beat the Miz. The Miz is kind of like the gatekeeper right now. Right. They're kind of just this is like a test for LA Knight. They're giving him like a serious feud. Miz is kind of like sort of Miz is like their benchmark when they're looking to put somebody new over. Guys like Miz, Dolph Ziggler, those are guys they put like you know newer um, guys that they're kind of looking to feel out. They kind of put them up against those veterans to see how they hold up and stuff. So that's kind of I think what what they're doing now. Um, I don't know what if, if that's going to lead to U.S. title or what, but I know L.A. Knight in one of those promos that they had told Miz that he was using him as a stepping stone to the main event scene. So I don't I don't know if that means him bypassing a mid-card title to then go into either World Heavyweight or Universal, but I don't know. Heyman did make a, make a comment about him this past Friday, <laughs> and I thought that was like – I feel like they don't do stuff randomly. Like I feel like that was intentionally thrown in, so I don't know. Yeah, and honestly, man, I, you know how much of a fan I am of Uncle Paul Heyman. So, but, bro, when Heyman gives you a rub or gets you some kind of a line, man, you know it's something's on the table. So, man, I, you said, uh, is, is it Carl Jewel? It's not Carl Jewel, is it? I don't think they know a name of it yet, but it's in early November. Yeah. But, yeah, no, so I, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. Honestly, I'd be there for it. Unfortunately, yeah. once again, we know who's going to win that. You know, yeah, and, and that's the one thing too, though. Like, I know he would lose, but like, as as crazy as it sounds, I wouldn't necessarily hate him losing to Roman. I would because like him just being in that spot in general is gonna be he's gonna do wonders for him and his long term potential. Absolutely, absolutely. That, I mean, well, you gotta, you gotta get to the event in order. You gotta get to the main event scene to get to the point to where you can be able to run uh, run it. So, like, and, I, and it's not a bad thing to lose to the reigning universal champion of over, what, three years now? Yeah. You know? So that's not a bad thing. But, you know, since they're already kind of creeping and tiptoeing with any kind of real push for him, I think they're doing things that, like, play in our faces, too. Like, you know, with him. Because, like, people, <laughs> they're things where they're obviously trolling us as the fans. Like, you know, like, why, why is he going to win a battle royal? But not wouldn't be able to get to a title, all right? Because I feel like they're hitting, they're doing the Sheamus with, I'm not the Sheamus, but the uh, Cesaro with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though he's a much better talker than Cesaro, no disrespect to Cesaro, but I mean he is a much better talker than Cesaro. But like for the longest, every single person, you know, including the main event guys, was talking about how good Cesaro is and how good how much Cesaro needs to be in that main event push. And then a lot of times they would just do things to troll us. Like when they put him with uh, Heyman, I love the pairing. But what did they do? What was the whole pairing? The whole pairing was talking about Brock Lesnar beating Undertaker. All right, really didn't do nothing for Cesaro. 
You know, when they put him with the, uh, Sheamus and gave him the bar, it gave him one of the, honestly, one of the best tag teams in a long time, man. Sheamus yeah. is still a, you know, a world, you know, multiple time world heavyweight champion. So Zorro ain't sniffed championship match Gucci in a while. And when he did, you know he's going to lose. It's, it's just, I don't know. I just kind of feel like kind of doing the same thing with LA Knight. The only difference is, you know, I mean, if you keep messing up, LA Knight's gonna be over there with that with that other squad, and he's gonna get that championship. Also, you know what I realized? He does this. He did. He kept the set one of the same spiel from Eli Drake to uh, LA Knight. I didn't realize that until I started watching some old TNA matches. So, <laughs> like, the let me talk to you. Definitely is an Eli Eli Drake move. Yeah, they got the same uh, same old thing going. Um, yeah, Sheamus is probably another guy too, especially after Friday. Um, Oh man, I I wouldn't mind seeing Sheamus even get a crack at Roman. Um, him or AJ Styles would be cool options. I would I want I, believe me I want Bobby Lashley. I want I want Lashley and Roman more than anything before Roman drops those titles. However, I feel like with like the current presentation with them um, doing the whole Street Profits and Lashley thing. I feel like Lashley's gonna have to be protected now, and so I don't even know if I would want to feed him to Roman. No, absolutely. Um, and honestly, it's um, I mean, unless they call for it, that's a is they're definitely uh, more heel leaning. So yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a revamp hurt business versus a bloodline down the line. No, I'm not going to lie. I can I can see the writing on the wall right now. I can see it. All right. And whatever they decide to do, I'm waiting for Bianca to join Nelson, by the way, also. But, you know, whatever they decide to do, I think it's going to be money. But they're, they're two different sides of the same coin right now. Yeah. All right. So, un un unfortunately, unless they go face with the bloodline and they're not going to do that, you know, yeah. like, I don't really see that happening. I think the, I think the next marquee match for Bobby Lashley is going to be AJ Styles. Yeah, I think it's going to be AJ Styles and going against it. I love that because I love seeing former TNA or Impact champions on WWE doing it, man. Because it reminds me how much how much how their matches used to be, man. So yeah, I don't. To my knowledge, I don't think they've in, as far as them when they've been in WWE specifically. I don't think we've had like an actual like program program between them. No real program, like a couple, just a couple matches. Just a couple one-off matches. I think they faced in the uh, the World Heavyweight Tournament yep. final. Yeah, yep. but that was just a throwaway match. Um, speaking of the World Heavyweight Championship, bro, I don't know your sentiments here, but like, I, I thought it was time for Finn Balor to win. I really did. I am a little upset that he did not get the dub there, man. Um, Judgment Day is kind of the hottest thing on the one is the hottest thing on the road, but like it's starting to rival Bloodline a little bit. In regards of like marketability oh, yeah. and uh, you know and, and you know storytelling, um, and I think I said this to you last time, but I think Seth is injured, man. I kind of went in to go get uh, go and get taken care of. I think he's been yeah. working injured for a while. I don't. I wouldn't mind. I'm, I'm happy to see Seth with the belt. He's the workhorse. He deserves a belt. He does. He deserves mm -hmm. a belt. He does. I would not have been mad if Finn would have won that. I think Finn should have took that. Yeah, it kind of felt like the time, the place, and the setting for him to win. Like, I genuinely thought, you know, the SummerSlam seven years thing, like the whole setting and everything, it kind of felt like it was aligning for Finn. To tell you the honest truth, I don't I don't know if Finn's ever going to win another world title. 
I think if you were going to have him win one at all, this was probably the time to do so. Um, I mean, unless, unless it's after, like, Priest cashes in and then he takes it off of Priest to, you know, start the implosion of, like, Judgment Day or some shit like that. But outside of that, man, yeah, I don't – and that sucks because he, he deserved that one. I feel like he should have got it. Yeah, I think I think long term speaking, um, where where do you feel like the Judgment Day is gonna go um, in terms of together split, uh, possibly adding people? Uh, well, you know, did they officially add JD McCullough, or is he just doing that tag along shit for right now? I, I don't think it's official yet, but he's kind okay. of been helping them out the last couple of weeks. I think it's going to be made official rather right. quickly. I don't know when that timeline looks like, but you know what I think this is leading towards? I think we're getting a War Games match between those four Judgment Day dudes against KO, Sammy, Seth, and Cody, possibly. I'm with it. That's I'm kind of... It. <laughs> That's kind of where my head's at as far as Survivor Series goes. I think that's where this is possibly leading to. Shit, if that's the way it goes, I'm for it. Let's go. Let's you know, go. Be, I don't know if you, what your thoughts on this too, but I was thinking about this. Imagine the War Games match happens. No matter which outcome, you know, whoever wins, wins. Priest after the War Games match is over. You know, they raise the cage and all that shit. Cash is in right after the match on Seth. That'd be that'd be pretty tight. I I am a little nervous that they're gonna add Priest to the failed cash in list. That's kinda and like I've yeah. It's 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 concerning me because you know, and maybe they're just waiting. Uh, maybe they're just waiting, uh, you know, for Seth to lose it down the line and then he'll cash it in. But man, something's telling me they're going to like, because like, even he could rebound off of it. And I feel like if they want to put the belt, give, give one of the belts to Priest, he'll be able to run with it and he will run with it. So I don't think he don't necessarily need the Priest case, but you know, When's the last time we had a failed cash in? Was it Baron Corbin or was it uh David Sandler? It was Theory actually last year. Oh, it was Theory. It was Theory. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit. You know, you know, I might be wrong then. I don't think they would do it that close behind each other. That'd be stupid. Oh my god, I forgot. Why did they make him do that? Oh, it was god. in the US title too. Yeah. Like, bro, it wasn't even like four. And then he, and then he, and then he won it, and then he actually won it three weeks later. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That, that EDC just made me upset again. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've had that feeling, too, as far as Priest goes. I kind of feel like either he's going to fail, which I don't think, now that you bring up that point, I don't think they would do back-to-back years of failing, or he might end up having, like, a short reign where they don't really let it flesh out. Yeah, like a two-weeker or some shit like that? Something, because oh I, I think no matter what, I think we're getting Priest versus Balor at Mania. I think that's end game. That's kind of where yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as who I think, in my honest opinion, probably should be in the World Heavyweight Championship match at Mania is this next guy we're going to talk about. What about Gunther, man? What What about uh? Because he's, he's like 20-something days away from breaking the IC record. And as of right now, he's got his hands full 
with a guy that you and I hold in very tight regard here with uh, Chad Gable. I, I, I fucks with Gable, bro. I fucks with Gable. All right. Ever since he cut his goddamn hair, bro, he's been a beast. I appreciate that so much. But, okay, here's the – oh, my God, bro. One, so, I don't know, something feels screwy about him getting close to the to, to the Hoggy Talks fan record, and he deserves to break that, but I, I don't know, bro. It would not surprise me if right before the title they have him lose it. But if it's the game, I ain't going to trip. All right. Here's the other side of the coin, though. If not, then is Gable going to get fed to Gunther and then get a chance, then get his win back? Or is Gable going to get just fed to Gunther and is just going to take that out? I, I honestly, at this point, I mean, I had two, there's two guys like off the top of my head that I think are probably my top two guys as far as who I think would be suitable and probably the best candidates if they, you know, wrote the story properly. One of the, one of which already writes itself and that's Seamus. I don't know how possible that is at the moment with them being separate the brands, though I will say the brand split kind of seems like a joke at this point. <laughs> Um, so I'm sure they, they really wanted to, they, if they really wanted to make it work, they probably could. And then the other is Chad. So I don't know. Um, I don't know like when and where it's going to happen. I know they're having the match tomorrow on raw. I don't, I don't see a title like win coming tomorrow. However, I think like them doing it on an episode of raw, something feels like it might end up being screwy. And then they have the match again at payback, I think. But the thing is, is Gunter and Screwy don't happen. Like he doesn't win Screwy. That's just, this is how I would book it. I would have Gable get pinned, but have like his shoulder be up, and the ref just yeah. doesn't see it or something. And then they do the rematch at payback. But then, I, I think at payback still he would be like five days shy of breaking the record. So you're 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 on. On some, uh, you know, you're treading treading waters here a little bit with that. All right. Okay. So let, let me maybe maybe I can maybe I can flip it. Okay. So let's go. Uh, we got we got Gunther versus Gable for the title. All right. But instead of them having the match, uh, uh, Da Vinci and other dude from Imperium yeah. uh, like fuck Gable up. Okay. Before you can get to the match. That gives them time to be uh, to have the uh, to have the uh, uh, him, him break the title, him break the record. Because I'm sorry, I just, I, it's going to annoy the fuck out of me if they do not break that record, bro. Like it'll, and do it like five days shy is just irritating. Like why, why, why do that? But I don't know. That's just me. All right, but like let's say I, I can kind of mess with the first match. The first match, Gable gets pinned, has his shoulder up. All right. They go to uh, go to payback. Uh, Imperium messes up Gable, so they got to postpone the match. The match never happens. Gunther breaks the record. Gunther's uh, sorry, on the rematch on the way back. Uh, on Gable's way back, he gets the title. All right. Yeah. That gives that gives us enough time to break the record. It gives us enough time to do some little, not necessarily long term storytelling, but to flesh out the story some, make Gable look like a badass. You know, whatever it may be. You know, because we want him to look like as much of a beast as possible. Because there's only been like what two, or two or three other people who's beaten Gunther so far. Two, I think it's just uh, Dragonov and Breaker. Done. Uh, Bra- oh, I thought it was done. 
Oh no, Dunn lost to uh, 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 Walter. Excuse me. No, yeah. you're right. It was Breaker. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and those so are like, both on. Those are both on NXT. You know, he's so undefeated he has, on the main roster. He's undefeated. Okay, so yeah, so. yeah. Let him break. Let, he got to break the record so that could be even bigger. But I think Gable should definitely get it. Maybe the SmackDown or, or some sorry, the Raw after, or maybe even. I don't care how long it takes. Give them enough time to break the record, and then the next match Matt, back, Gable gets it because we need Gunther in the main event scene now. He has to be. It's time. Yeah, no, Gunther should uh, probably drop it to him, let's just say, either end of September, early October to Gable, possibly. Um, and then from there, Gunther should just probably, in my opinion, he's my Royal Rumble winner, I think. I think he yeah. should win. He should win. And you think he's, he's going to go coast to coast again now? Dude, I would be down. Uh, you know how I would book it? I would have I would have him and Cody start the match and finish the match. And this time, Gunther gets his lick back. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do. But um, since you know, since we're on the topic of Gunther, his uh, the, the man that he defeated at SummerSlam, I'm kind of going to ask you now, where do you feel like Drew McIntyre's go goes from here? Because he kind of feels a bit of, you know, directionless on Monday Night Raw. Bro, they they got him teaming up with Riddle. It's like, ah, uh, like. He's turning tomorrow. I'm saying now. <laughs> he's kicking his head off tomorrow. <laughs> oh, he's going to boot Riddle right in the mouth, bro. He sure is. They're facing New oh Day tomorrow. God. They're not letting New Day lose. They're like, I think, second match back. It's a, it's like, I think it's a tag title number one contender match, I think, or something like that. Um, New, Day's, New Day should pin Riddle and then McIntyre boots his head off. Yep, I'm down for it. But then, if, I mean, that gets us. To, I mean, unless he's going to be another uh, opponent for like Seth in the long run, which I can mess with. But like, honestly, bro, like I want Drew to get a title, bro. Like he just, I don't, he mm -hmm. feel like in my head he deserves one of the belts, man. Because he's one of those people that if they had him, if they had Roman drop that title at that time, then I wouldn't have been mad about it. I, was, I think that was one of his best opportunities. And now, because the titles, it's not even because Drew doesn't even deserve to be up there, just the titles are all kind of mixed into these long-term booking situations, you know Drew's not going to be able to get that belt for another six months to a year. Yeah. So, it sucks. And I hate to say it, bro, I hope they can figure out something, man. So. He, he was an early candidate of mine to turn heel and go after Seth, but it just kind of feels like with how crowded – that scene is right now it doesn't really feel like there's any real you know room for him in that particular world title because it's like what you're gonna at that point you would have him probably get fed to seth and you don't want that because it's like yeah. all right well he just got fed to gunther what's the difference you know what i mean like all right punch it back for the stars is not you know it's it's an okay look but it's not a good look is not it's not, it's not, you know, the same Drew McIntyre that was holding it down during the uh, pandemic, all right? And we've all been talking about how much he deserves to have, you know, one of those moments in front of a crowd, bro, and they just... My man can't get back to it, bro. It's like, well, damn. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird, weird little spot they're in. And somebody who's, like, in a little bit of the same spot, but not, not as... Not as I wouldn't say as bad of a spot because, like, he's coming off, like, a high. It's kind of Cody Rhodes. I'm kind of curious what they're going to have him doing um, from now up until, 
you know, let's just say like mania season because he's kind of like he had the match with Brock, obviously, but there's only, you know, so much he could do before. Because I think Endgame's most likely we're probably getting him in Roman again. Um, so I, I don't know what he's going to do from now until then, though. You know, I, like I said, I mean, they could do they could just continue doing this Judgment Day stuff with him to bide some time. But eventually, he's got to do some other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird. I'm hearing a Logan, hearing a Logan Paul feud somewhere. I'd be down for that. I'd be down for it too. Just that even could if be it's another just Saturday, man. Yeah, even if it's just a time, uh, like a time saver, you know, a filler or some a, a filler role until we get back to Mania season. I'm all for it. All right. I'm yeah, starting so- to become a Cody fan, uh, a Cody believer. I, I think I've said before. I never felt that he should have got the rub to, uh, you know, beat Roman. But, like, the way they're doing it, because, honestly, I don't – if they're going to have him do it again at 40, there's, there's, he's, there's no way he's supposed to lose that, right? Nah, like, can't. he can't. He can't lose that. Okay? There's, there's no more finishing the story after that. You just lost, bro. There's no more of that. So, you know, I, 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 I kind of enjoy what's happening in regards of, you know, Cody coming back. You know, not only being the man, but still having to get some licks in. Not necessarily having to run a gauntlet, but having to run through the same people that Roman had to run through in order to get him tougher, get him better, get him prepared to get this actual win. You know, because like after that, you know, he's going to be running with the torch. So yeah. like it was good. It was good. It was good to kind of bring him back and him. The Lesnar shit didn't make sense, man. But I'm glad that they had him being a feud with someone like Lesnar because he doesn't have, in my opinion, he never really had that giant that he slayed on his resume. At yeah. least in at least in the WWE. You mm-hmm. know, the, even back before he left, there was never, and because he wasn't a level, I, honestly, what, the, the biggest demon that he slayed was uh, the authority. You know? Yeah. So outside of that, you know, there was really no notable I need. I I gotta see Cody Rhodes because Cody Rhodes, is, you know, put it down on that feud to put it down on this feud. You know, I loved his work with Rey Mysterio and and, and Sandow and everything yeah, like that. Stuff. Yeah, it was it was fantastic stuff, but it wasn't main event quality or main event right. caliber that you know you expect this guy to be one dethroning a guy who's been champion for at this point. At this point, it's gonna be four years. You know, mm-hmm. and then and, and then saying. He's the man to not only dethrone this champion of four years, but now he's the man that's going to take us to new heights. After a guy who's held it for four years, you know. But you you have him beat a Seth Rollins, you have him beat Brock Lesnar, you have him uh, shut down upstart Logan Paul. You know, you uh, you know, in Orton beat the, the money feud before Mania. That's a perfect way to send him off. You know, especially with Cody doing the Cody Cutter and, you know, the RKO and the whole legacy shit. Like, there's just, there's so many ways you can touch on that now. You know, that should be the, that should be the final boss before, that should be the Shang, the Shang Tsung before you get the Roman Reigns, Shell Khan. You know what I mean? So, but like, yeah, or you gotta, he has to go out the passion for a little bit. He has to go away for a little bit. You know, he has to be written out and, you know, he has to, you know, fight his way back that way because, like, if not, it's going to be meaningless feud with meaningless feud with meaningless feud with meaningless feud. That's 
it's not maybe going to knock some of the luster off of Cody Rhodes, but it's not going to build that shine to WrestleMania either. So they got to move accordingly. They got to move smart with him at this point. I've seen some people uh, speculate about Bray Wyatt even too, because he's, you know, allegedly it's getting near and close to return. He had some illness. Bro, did he have some illness, or is that is that really what happened, or is this some demon know, that, shit, bro? Because like, what the hell? That's that's what's recently been said. Okay, all right, listen. Bro, you know I'm a Bray Wyatt fan, man, but like I, I, I need to see something, bro. It's been a, it's been a minute since. It's, it's uh, been a minute, bro. We, it, it's time, but we gotta see. We gotta. I, I need to see the reason why Bray Wyatt was so sought after and so and so many people hated when he got fired. Like I need to see that Bray Wyatt back. And we've seen trinkets of that. We've seen trickles of that, but we ain't seen the full fledged. Personally speaking, I don't care. I want him to go back to the Eater of Worlds. Uh, oh, yeah. That was 100%. my shit. That yeah. was my shit. I think, the, I think he did more with that spooky style than, you know, and uh, being the quote-unquote, uh, uh, you know, the torch pa- uh, person being passed the torch by the Undertaker than the obvious, you know, fiend character where it's like, all right, man, I understand. You need that. You need that, man. But some of this ain't really making sense. Yeah. All right. All right. Because like, goddamn it, I, I hate to bring up old shit. I really do. I hate to bring up old shit. But goddamn it, if you if you can get stomped into fire, a jackhammer shouldn't do it. Okay. A jackhammer should not be the end of the match, bro. I don't. I, so they gotta do tough. something, bro. They gotta do something. But when he was running around with that crazy, uh, that crazy ass Waylon Mercy ass uh, persona. With that crazy, crazy ass Hawaiian shirts, and they had them lamb masks on, because you knew if you walked in there in the wrong time, you probably gonna get hung. You knew it was crazy. That was some psychologically scary ass shit. That's what we need back, because I think they're, it's like they're trying too hard now. Yeah. Or just let them do the Wyatt Six shit and like let, like let's just be done with it. Let's keep it moving. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. whatever. I, I think I the, wa- I think that the Wyatt Six was, I think what was in the cards. But they took so long with like, you know, yeah. telling the story that like people just stopped caring, um, and it's it's kind of like this thing with Bray Wyatt now is, and I'm, I echo the same sentiments as you. It's become more or less a thing now where, it's like some people like the thought of him rather than like, what is like currently you know what we see with him. Like it sort of turns into like a what have you done for me lately thing with him. Which lately hasn't, you know, been kind of cutting it, you know. Like I think when he first came back, he was like mega popular. As his first promo back was was amazing. Yeah, um, but it, it got honestly to tell you the truth. You know what I think happened is when he got into that whole LA Knight feud, all of his fans went and became LA Knight fans, <laughs> and then they're like, "All right, we're good." Yeah. Uh, see, man, that's 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 sometimes not really knowing your audience properly, man. Because Bray Wyatt is charismatic. La Knight is literally, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's it's it's a difference. It's like someone who's who fights great, but who, someone else who's a great fighter. There's a big difference, bro. 
So I even with the match going the way they did, like LA Knight was just too much of a G to get sped off and get played off by some spooky shit. So like essentially they showed the world that if you cool enough, spooky shit don't really matter. Yeah. So <laughs> They really did transfer on him like that, goddamn. No, because he blew up after that. Dude. He blew up after that, bro. He got like the what? The, the one, number one, two, three, and got four. Or something two, three, right yeah, now, got the one, two, four, and five right now. Yeah, bro, that's absolutely insane. That's absolutely insane, bro. Because like honestly, if this was like in early to, uh, late two thousands, he'd be champion right now simply because of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think you know we touched upon it earlier. I mean, not a whole lot to talk about, but the the Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler match, obviously, you know, which is I'll say I'll say this: I'm not a Ronda Rousey fan, but they actually did a pretty good job in a very short time with building that match up with the video packages they did. I get that. Yeah. Like they actually sold me on the match, but. And then you and I also said this last month when we like prior to the match happening, we said it was kind of fight pit or bust. And then they ultimately ended up not doing the fight pit, but they ended up going with like an MMA rules type of match. And, you know, at first glance, you're thinking, okay, cause you know, their backgrounds and stuff, it kind of makes sense. But like, you kind of can't fake the funk with that with professional right. wrestling fans, because, you know, pro wrestling fans aren't going to go to, watch wwe matches like with the intent of watching an mma fight and vice versa you know so it's that that doesn't really when you try to like combine realms in that you know extreme of a fashion it's not gonna you know pan out and it's unfortunate because i think they could have actually you know done something good with just the standard wwe match but inside of a fight pit so that way you you know or just or they could have had a submissions only match or something like that like i don't like, I don't know. I feel like uh, they, they dropped the ball with that. I will say, though, um, uh, on the outside of things, uh, props to Ronda, uh, Ronda Rousey by, uh, like, putting over her people before she bounced. So that, that's major. That's a major yeah. win. Because it was a dominant win, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a dominant win. But, like, I hate to say it, but, like, they, they were trying so hard to make Ronda look sympathetic. And, like, nobody was... You gotta know your you gotta know your audience at that point because nobody wanted to nobody wanted her to win that match. Nobody wanted her to win that match, bro. It's, and I'm glad I'm glad she did. And I'm I'm glad she did. I, I hate that that might have been her swan song though. Um, there she she's given up some memories, man. But like this, when I hear other you know women wrestlers kind of complain about like kind of her treatment and like. And like her, how she got her spot as quickly as this, and I watched those other women wrestling matches. It's like, I, you know what? I can understand. I, I feel like that's a fair, that's a fair view. All right. Also, she's a horrible talker. She just, she's, she's, just, it's just, it's, it's just anger. Like, it's like I think that's like, she only knows how to portray the toughness and a badass. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, I don't know. If we ever had this discussion, but it was the same way I felt when she was uh, the voice of uh, Sonya Blade. Or like Mortal Kombat, bro. Like her, like the entire time, it was just, it was just, oh, I'm tough and I'm a badass. Like fuck, put some emotion in your voice, man. How you supposed, you supposed to be kissing Johnny Cage? Look like acting like you're about to kick him in the dick. Like what are you doing? Be softer a little bit, fuck. 
Well, like that, and it just, I, it, it, it all just trans, uh, it translated over to the mic skills, and I, it just, there was never anyone to just talk for. She should have had a talker. She should have yeah. been like Brock Lesnar. I'm, I'm firm believer there. Her and Shayna, they could have had, uh, I don't give a fuck. They could have had Teddy Longbeat. I don't give a fuck. But it really, so even though Shayna Baylor isn't too bad on the mic, she's really not. No, like, yeah. she, she's definitely better than Ronda. But uh, the match itself, bro, they put it in a pit, put it in the Lions Den match or something like that, bro. Submissions only, okay? Or 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 you can only you know or judo rules or something like that. I don't care. But like having an MMA match in WWE where they're not really doing MMA is stupid. Yeah, it's insulting to me. Mm-hmm. I I'm actually a kind of a fan of Shayna's. Um, and I think that, yeah, I th- I think that going forward, I don't know like how like the furthest extent of it, but I think honestly at this point you might start to see like, and I almost feel like you kind of have to with how much equity they put into that investment with Ronda Rousey, the the woman who quote unquote you know retired her center packing at that point you kind of have to you know portray her as like this serious threat going forward so i think right um and this is thinking too far ahead but i think eventually you know a possible her and rhea ripley feud can be money if you build it up the right way down this is just down the line i think this is like probably maybe next year's SummerSlam. i'm thinking because i think we're getting rhea, yeah so yeah, I, I think we talked about it before i think we're definitely getting rhea and bianca at mania yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put that together. Even though, I, once again, I'm waiting for Bianca to turn heel and join and join the join last week's squad. Just, even just for a little bit, because she used to beat bitches' ass. But it was crazy. She used to bat, batter the shit out of shit. Like crazy. Um, but bro, I, I was I was going backwards into the NAC days, bro. Rhea and uh, what is that? Uh, uh yeah, yeah, bro, they used to be banging. Well, that's where they're headed now, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, and I, I hope they let them bang, man. You can't, I don't think that you can't have Rhea just be the, the dominant champion here. You got to let them fight. Rhea's going to win, of course, but like, you got to let them throw hands, man, especially with their history. They yeah. was, bro, they was beating each other's ass in NXT, bro. I was, I was quite impressed. They got chemistry with one another. I think they're close in real life, so that's probably probably nice. lends a hand to it but yeah that's seemingly the direction we're headed for payback i hope they incorporate a little because i didn't i didn't play, take, pay too close of attention to raquel in nxt but i've seen clips shared here and there and it seemed like she had a little bit of a um more like edgier mean streak side to her down there that she hasn't necessarily had on the main roster they made her like kind of the generic smiley baby face and i think Letting her incorporate a little bit of her NXT side could probably, you know, work more wonders for her on the main roster with sort of translating with some people. Um, but, uh, yeah, so speaking of payback, seemingly the direction for the World Heavyweight Championship match is uh, we're seeing Shinsuke and Seth. I've actually got some thoughts on this. Um, where you at with it? Where you at with it? And I'm going to be fully transparent here. I like that Seth's getting fresh opponents because I don't, you know, want to – and this is what I hoped for. I just wanted to kind of see fresh matchups, you know, new challengers. I'm kind of glad he's not defending against anybody from Judgment Day any longer. That's refreshing. But I will say 
and this is contrary to what probably a lot of people were feeling. Shinsuke in 2023 doesn't really move me. That's just kind of where I'm at. But I understand people's, you know, sentiments and why they might want to see this, but that's just how I feel. Uh, we're not on the same page, but if you go a few over, man, I, I might be, I might be fucking with you. We're definitely in the same chapter. I always want to see the King of Strong Style in like these kind of scenarios, but you're kind of right. Like, what is, what have we really seen from Shinsuke? What have we have, what have we been allowed to see from Shinsuke lately that would make it feel like he's a real threat? to Seth Rollins' reign right now. So, I'm, I'm, I'm invested in what he whispered. I'm invested in the potential of the match. Uh, I expect it to be a great match. Um, but I would be very surprised if they pulled a trigger on that. Very, 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 very surprised. I think, I think, Shin- I th- I think Shinsuke is probably, you know, another guy that is kind of just, all right, we're looking for some – this is kind of like a biding time thing. I feel like they need more opponents for Seth. You know who I would have loved to see in this spot, and I don't. I don't know if this is ever going to happen, but I would have loved to see coming off of. It kind of felt like the time too, you know, coming off of his first really big singles match in a while. I know he didn't win at SummerSlam, but Ricochet. I thought Ricochet would have even. It doesn't have to be a heel thing either. Just like a straight up Seth's a fighting champ. He'll defend against whoever. Just a man-to-man respect thing. I want a shot at your belt. Let's, you know, make some magic happen. I see that happening in the next in a few weeks after after they get through with Shinsuke. I could definitely see them happen. I could definitely see uh, Seth doing an open challenge situation again and him coming out. By the way, if that does happen, I need to see the double moonsault again because he hasn't done that since he's a youth. That motherfucker is pretty. Bro, have you ever seen that shit? Yeah, I have. Yeah. That is- Oh my god, that is one of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen in the wrestling league, bro. Alright. And honestly, I, was, I hate to say it, bro, but because of those kind of situations, I wouldn't be mad at Ricochet getting a legit title run. Now, I'm not saying that I consider him main event or main event status, even though athletically he is. Alright. But, just just think of, like, them giving him, like, a one, two, three kid uh, win. type win over someone because of a move like that, just to build him up and stuff like that. Well, that would be fantastic. All right. I mean, yeah. hell, he hits a front, he hits a running front flip out of the goddamn ring and lands on his feet. All right. What if he did that and turned it into that uh, snap Hurricane that the, him and uh, Rey Mysterio move does? Oh, and yeah. Like a, and like a Falls Count Anywhere type match. Yeah, that'd be. You know, for the for a title. It doesn't. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta let the man give the man a rub. You just gotta give. That sounds crazy, but you gotta let the man run with the ball sometimes. So, but I don't know. That's probably never gonna happen. But I agree, man. I would love to see that. Yeah, I mean, they. Um, I saw Ricochet always gets like flack for being like they call him like you know not so great on the mic. But he he showed me some signs of life in the Logan Paul build. And yeah. not to say like he was extraordinary on the mic, but like listening to him, he, he was better than what he was. But yeah, he he definitely has made some strides. And I don't even know if it's necessarily like him not being good on the mic as much as it is to me, like his like delivery with certain lines, or is like his vo- maybe it's his voice. <laughs> like 
I don't know. Like he, like his tone doesn't sound like like he's trying to say something serious, and like it doesn't sound like super threatening or whatever. But like that's just you know. But the guy's wrestling ability. I mean, you could say the inverse about Shinsuke. You could make the argument while well, he doesn't have any mic skills either. Like. You yeah, know, but he's he's getting this opportunity, so it's like I think if Shinsuke in twenty twenty three can get a shot, I think Ricochet can certainly. Okay. Yeah, um, but uh, something that did happen the other night was, and this has caused a lot of you know discussion and discourses. We had Edge and Sheamus, which that was a match that I've been wanting to see for ever since you know I found out pretty much that they had never faced one on one. So this is nearly a year I've wanted this to happen, and. Right. Um, Although I thought it'd be a good match, I think it actually exceeded what I thought we would end up getting. The match is tremendous, and I think, you know, just the entire atmosphere being in Toronto, the crowd was alive. Thank, thankfully, because the crowd on Raw in uh, Winnipeg was downright awful. So I'm glad that it- Jesus Christ it was terrible. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that the uh, Superior Canada crowd finally showed up for Friday. Um, God forbid. Jeez. Um, but yeah, no, this was a it was a great match. Um, was kind of hoping Sheamus would turn heel, and uh, possibly, possibly, uh, you know, win that match. But seeing the product, I'm like, all right, you know, you kind of have to have this special moment here. So I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. Um, is it really his? Was it? What is it really legit? His last match on his contract, though. That's the thing that kind of makes me wonder what's happening because. Yeah. What what is he going to do? Um, because like I know for a fact, he said that he doesn't have much time left, no matter how healthy it is. He's going to hang it up pretty soon. Yeah, and, you know. So so was this it? Is this it for WWE? You know, is he will will he have his last official match against Christian? I don't know. I don't know. That's just me. I don't know. That's 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 me and storybook telling. But like. He doesn't. He seems like he can still go. So is that oh, his yeah. last match, or is his last match in WWE? That's what I'm going. I want to see. So I'm, I'm invested in. Uh, Sheamus, honestly, bro. He needs if his flowers. Won, I, he needs his flowers, bro. Like you, like he's he he's approaching goat status. Uh, he's and you know maybe not the goat, but like when you're talking about some of the ring generals and some of the greatest that's ever done it. If, it, if his name gets mentioned now, I'm not mad at it. Right? He's putting on better matches now than he did in his earlier career. Oh yeah. Right. So he's he's very instrumental in the development of Gunther, though, in terms of like expo- exposing right. him to the main roster. Yes. So. Yes. Do you, would you say that he's having a HBK 2000s type run? I I mean, it'd be hard to argue not. Like, this is seriously, like, I think if you look at just, like, just from a pure in-ring perspective, yeah, I mean, since, I mean, you could even throw it back further, but in terms of, like, elite, elite, think about it. Last, early September was Clash at the Castle of last year. Ever since, like, basically almost the full calendar year to now, that guy has just been on a a fucking, he's been on a heater, bro. Yeah, bro. So, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where they, I think now... 
I, I don't want to call this like another Clash of the Castle type situation, but he he came out of that show last year with like a lot of momentum, despite not you know being victorious. This is kind of like a similar you know situation. I know Edge gets a lot of the attention here, but coming out of this, I feel like he's got somewhat of that momentum again, to where you could possibly you know, even if it's not a title, just got to give him like some story or a match. Like I would love to see him versus Roman, even if he's not going to win, because. I thought we were getting it last year. I wouldn't mind seeing see I I need to see Roman lose. I just don't want to see him drop the titles just because he's so close to all these records. But like sometimes I like, just set him up for a grudge match with someone. Like even a, like just like you said with Sheamus. You know, set him up for a grudge match. Hey man, no titles. This is all pride. Keep the keep the bloodline in the back. I'll keep the goddamn brawling brutes in the back and let's go. And I want Sheamus to motherfucking win. You goddamn right. <laughs> I do. I want him to win, man. He's it, it, I also, bro. I've been peeping this goddamn uh, YouTube tape, uh, channel again. Yeah, it's, Dog, it's his workouts are crazy. Good stuff. They're nuts, man. They are insane. I tried doing some of his leg shit. And... <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, on the opposite coin here with Edge. I did. I was paying some close attention to some of his interviews I saw him doing um, about about the possible retirement, and I was checking like because with Fox they cut like straight off from the program and head to the news. I was so pissed off. You see like him and Sheamus hugging at the end of the match, and then you're like, all right, and then like, yeah, see, cuts right to the news, you know. So that was, but they did, um, you know, clips surfaced on Twitter of like what he was saying off air and stuff. And I found it interesting. He, like, pretty much straight up told them, like, yeah, no, like, this is my last time wrestling in front of Toronto. He didn't say, like, in general. He said Toronto, like, because I think, like, they usually at the end of the summer is when they usually do their Canada tours or something like that. So he's like, I, I don't have it in me to make it another full, you know, calendar year to get to this point. Yeah. Um, but um yeah no so he doesn't he said you know he doesn't have another like full year in him now i don't know if that means that you know possibly six months with that timeline if he can make it to mania maybe if he decides to stick with wwe but he said that um he said his contract itself expires at the end of september but this was his last match like on the contract so he's not going to be at AEW and wembley stadium in london he's not doing that so we know that uh so you can rule that out you know, yeah, I was you know really disappointed to hear that news. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro, you bro, I don't know if you know, but like I'm a, I am a uh, Captain Charisma fan. I am one of his peeps. I am, I am 100 one of his peeps. So, and I am one of those few. And I this is taking away nothing from Edge and what he's accomplished and what and how he is in the ring. I feel I feel like Edge deserves everything that he's ever earned. I mm-hmm. just simply feel that Christian deserved it too. Oh, 100%. You know, I've been I've been a truther for the for a while. You know, remember the Edge and Del Rio match that they had at 27? Yeah. That should have been Christian and Edge. Yep. That bothers me still to this day that we didn't get that. Yeah. So that's why there's always there's always a little fantasy book in that maybe we'll get that final run with Christian. Christian's an asshole as a heel, so I don't know. He's a dick, bro. He's my God. All right, so you know it's going to be fantastic work. The thing with that, though, is like, you know, people have been speculating about him going to AEW and stuff, and I really don't want that to happen. 
Like, I genuinely, like, that would hurt inside if that happens. What if it's just to handle, what if it's to reunite with Christian versus the Hardy Boys one more time? I know, but it just would feel like, it just wouldn't feel right being over there. I don't want to see that, bro. I don't want to see that. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, you you know that I, I, I while I am 100% biased towards Matt Hardy, you know that I respect Jeff Hardy and everything that he's done. All joking aside, all trolling aside, it's time for Jeff Hardy to go ahead and hand that up, bro. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah. I don't need this. I don't need to see. I don't need to see that anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't. We're good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I am so good off of that. I do not need to see Hardy Boys versus Edge and Christian again. We're good. I don't need to see Edge versus Jeff Hardy on on some real shit. If if the Christian and an Edge shit is somehow actually going to happen, I'm there to support. But honestly, if not, then Edge. Right off into the sunset, fam. You burned it. What? Also, he's Percy Jackson. Did you see he's on Percy Jackson? Yeah, I did see that. It looked pretty sick. Yeah. This kind of looks badass. Leave a lot, bro. How would you you book, like, let's just say Edge sticks it out until until Mania. What is, like, your ideal, you know, finish for him, let's just say? Like, let's just say he's having, like, this Mania is his, that's it. Mania is his last match. He's done. Never wrestling again after that. What? How are you handling that situation? You're gonna hate me, but like, first and foremost, like, uh, my first choice is always gonna be Christian to be the last person to bring it back, even if it means Christian has to come back to the heat. All right, now let's say that one's not attainable and not yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. Um. Career versus career, Cena versus Edge. It's not bad. Um, with, you know, Cena, we know that Cena will probably do a few more one-off, a few other matches. We know Edge is on the way out. That's it. But, like, it's, 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 it's the Batman and the Joker saga coming to a final end. All right. Without Edge, there wouldn't have been Cena, and I hold on to that. But I also yeah. feel like without Cena, there would have been no Edge. At least operated our superstar Edge. No. All right. I felt that he was around that time he was going to break into the main event. Like they needed someone to be the perfect foil, who was pretty much Superman at the time. You know. So it was Edge. So I would like to see if that's going to be they're going to do what they're going to do. Career versus career, last match. You know, one more time. You know, and they go at it. Cena takes, takes a win, Edge leaves his boots in the ring. Can have an end of an era type situation, like with Triple H, and except this would actually be the end of an era. You know, those guys—they got a little long in the tooth, I'd say. After that, bro, bro, that's Saudi, that's Saudi Arabia money is long, bro. All right, that, that Saudi Arabia's money is long, bro. And I, you know, I can't, I can't sit there and pretend like if someone said, if someone, if someone from Saudi Arabia said, hey, bro. I'm going to give you a million dollars to take a stink face from fucking Rikishi. He, 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 he. I wouldn't at least consider it. It's a million dollars. Where else am I going to get a fucking million dollars for just like that? I got pride or do I got bills that a million dollars would instantly cover and change my life for? Would I have to bleach my face afterwards? Probably. Right. <laughs> it would be the Ace of Jersey scene all over again. But like, it's a million dollars, so like I can't really get mad because I know, I know they got offered more than that. Mm-hmm. 
I know they got offered more than that. You know, so, you know, what if it was $10 million? Oh, Shawn Michaels, come out of retirement for a $10 million match. You telling me you're not going to come out of retirement? A $10 million payday for 40 minutes of work? <laughs> I think anybody would kill for that type of... I, you know, you know, I let May Young give me a stink face for that. <laughs> well, I would do it. I'm sorry. There's certain there's certain things that you can buy me from, and in ten million dollars you can buy a lot. It ain't gonna be what you think it is. But May Young putting their ass in my face is one of those things. I'll take for ten million. I will. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can slap me with May Young's burnt hand seventy five times. I don't give a fuck. Pay me money. <laughs> you know, if I'm gonna if I want to play devil's advocate here, you know, since Edge obviously talks about like what his body you know could handle at this point and just kind of being like at the end stage another dream matchup and this would obviously you know this would obviously depend on like what edge is you know willing to do with like the physicality aspect but if he just decided you know what this is like my last match i'm literally just gonna push my body until it's last like breath him versus brock at 40. Like this is literally like my my spirit leaving my body type match. Why do you want this man to die in the ring, bro? Listen, and I'll tell you why. Because I don't know, I don't know why, but I was on YouTube the other day, and the, the this I saw it was a recommended video. If this was back when Cena and Brock, this was Brock's first view when he first came back. They brought, they brought Edge for like a segment on Raw to like talk to Cena and like yeah, and told him to get off that bullshit. I remember that. Yeah, but one of the lines in there, and like this is literally what sold me on wanting this match is because Edge said something to the effect of like, guys like you and me, like this is like all we like dreamed of and like we this is all we work for. Brock doesn't give a shit about any of this stuff, like. Don't let him come in here and like walk all over our territory and shit like that. And I was like, all right, I need to see this shit. Because if we do this on a full scale, this shit's gonna be pretty good. You know. Alright, now now my only problem with that is that I have become a Brock Lesnar behind the scenes fan nowadays. Because he's done a lot that honestly counteracts that point of view. Mm -hmm. But in regards to long term storytelling, that's a must. Yeah, that's a must. You gotta bring that up, all right? And yes, that would be that'd be fun as fuck, all right? But Edge is gonna get his ass beat all over the ring in that. Oh album, yeah, that's, that's the only thing. Is like I don't know what he's willing to handle punishment wise. All right, because like I, I hate to say it, I'm gonna knock on wood, of course, but one bad release uh, German suplex. If he lands properly, he's still aiming for the back of the. No matter what, that's on the back of the head, back of the traps. The trapezius muscle kind of situation, which means you're going to be landing somewhat on your neck. That's rough. Yeah. I don't know if that's. Yeah, so. I don't know if that's a possibility, but it's something I would, like I, I would like you know I'd have trepidation about it, obviously, but like. Nice word. Yeah, I'd be kind of. It's something you like. It's something you kind of. You can't look away from, but you kind of don't want to watch type of thing. You're like. Kind of covering your eyes. <laughs> like Michael Scott when he promised those third graders to twitch it and shit. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing, bro? 
right, I, I watch that episode every time because like, this is cringy as fuck, my guy. Yeah. Right. But no, I'm not, I feel you. But dude, I would love to see it. I would love to see if they do it correctly, man. Yeah. All right, but that's—he's gonna get his ass beat. Yeah. Well, speaking speaking of physical ailments, uh, you know, what do you think about the old man getting some uh, surgery done recently on the on the on the spine? Uh, I am not what you would consider a Vince McMahon apologist. I feel that he's done some shit oh, that he probably—you know what I mean—that he probably needs to have his day in court. And have his feet to the fire. With that being said, I don't really wish ill on anyone. And if he's if if he needs something done and he got it done, it's gonna you know help him out more power to him, speedy recovery. Uh, Go ahead and give the reins back to Triple H, so pal. I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little I'm a little worried. I'm a, I'm a little uh, you know skeptical with uh, you know because this Endeavor deal is supposedly it's kind of sooner than later. I if I'm correct here, I think the merger is supposed to be coming up yeah. in about a, you know, a little over a month or something like that. So I don't know what the landscape's going to look like when that happens. Um, I'm actually pretty scared, to be completely honest with you. Like, you think they're, they're going to cut, uh, cut WWE uh, out at some point? Or because, I think, like, I think Triple H is going to get cut out at some point, to tell you the honest truth. That's truthfully what I feel like. Because they just, I don't know if you saw this. I don't know if you saw this, but he just got taken off of the board of directors, which allegedly, allegedly Dana White did too, and he books the fights in UFC, and it's like a merge thing. So that's why, like you know, I'm kind of not trying to read too much into it just yet. But but you understand, you can see the writing on the wall too. A little bit, man. I feel like they honestly, I mean, you know, not to beat a dead horse here, but I think you know, you and I both kind of agree that Vince specifically you know, wanted to sell to these guys. So he kind of had like a one foot in the door already type of thing um, and an easier path back in. But I don't know. I just think like from obviously selfishly, I don't want Triple H to, you know, get the boot. And I don't really want Vince involved in any creative aspect. But like, and again, trying to tell Vince something is like trying to tell something to a wall. Like he's just not hearing it. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of, I feel like, from a logical aspect, you don't want to touch what's currently going on. They're breaking records every week with just from a financial perspective. Right. So, like, some things are just best left not touched, and this is one of them, I feel like. That'd be devastating, dude, if, like, they messed up with the current mojo, what's going on. Took it back to basics and shit. Yeah. They just uh, mania mania tickets just went on sale on Friday to the general public, and um, they they just broke the the largest gate. I think yeah, it's the largest gate opening gate uh, ticket sales that they they just broke. I think last year on the opening day was like fifty thousand tickets got sold, and then a year later ninety thousand tickets. That's forty thousand ticket difference, bro. You telling me that's not the Triple H effect? I don't know what. Nah. It is. Uh, man, fingers crossed, man. But I now that you kind of bring it up, bro, and it's uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, like, dude, let, let's let's just hope for the best right now. Because if not, this is too much negative. I don't need that right now. I'd be down bad when that happened. <laughs> Oh man! Well, uh, this was another fun episode. Obviously, you know, appreciate you hopping on again. 
Man, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate your patience so much. Bro, dude, I couldn't talk, man. Like, I was sitting there talking like this and shit. Like, bro, bro, <laughs> bro I, I couldn't eat. I hate to say it. I kind of lost weight, though, because I couldn't eat. Right? I've been trying to keep it off every since. So right, yeah, you, right, just, so. you know, whatever sticks, you know. No, whatever, bro. I'll, I'll take it. But, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> September 9th. Let's go. <laughs> You can aim for it, sure. Yeah, it's about a, yeah, we'll aim for it. Um, what's the uh? Do we got a pay per view coming before that? Is yeah. that a payback? September second is payback. Okay. All right. Oh wait. Oh yeah. By the way, I was thinking because we're always aiming for the ninth. October, the pay per view falls on the ninth. Fast lane. This is happening on the ninth. You trying to you trying to live it? We could. Something to consider, but that's obviously, you know, we, we, we got time. We got time. So, all all right, right, yeah. I'm, not, I'm down. Let's, let's, let's uh, get the ducks in the row. But yes, all right. Uh, shit. Oh, shit. Are you, uh, how's the, uh, how's the other podcast going? Like, what's the, uh, what's everything going on? Like, you talk about, like, the, uh, the challenge stuff? Yeah, like, you're, you're regular game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of waiting for something to kind of talk about. As <laughs> funny as that is to set, like, it's kind of dry right now. Like, I'm in a little bit of, it's like the, because um, the the main seasons aren't airing right now. And then, like, the all-star stuff. So, obviously, it's been taking, like, an eternity for them to make an announcement about that. So, they got, they got this Challenge USA shit that's airing right now. I mean, I tried tuning in. It's not really that interesting. It's, so. it's not hitting like the regular shit, bro. I don't, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It All just right. doesn't do it for me, man. Like the, the direction just, it's, it's like, I don't, I don't mind gladiator shit, but like, like you said, to the point we were making with like the UFC and like WWE comparison, I feel like they're trying to take and like bring sports into the challenge and like they still like identify as a reality show, but like right. it's like sports. So it's like if I want to watch sports, I'll go watch sports. And if I want to watch like you know reality TV, I want to watch reality TV. I don't really know. There's right. the if I want to watch sports and inter- sports entertainment. I'm going to watch wrestling. So right, they're not doing a terrific job of you know balancing the two right now. The splits not all splits off. All right. Well, I was just wondering. I was just wondering. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm being full swing once All-Stars and possibly the main, you know, flagship shows once those are up and going. But right now... What I'm kind gonna, of mic are you using? Uh, this is a J-Lab. J-Lab? All right. Oh, J-L-A-B. Nice. Yeah. No, I hooked it up because it was, it was cheap. I wasn't trying to drop, like, an insane amount of money on, like, a mic. I think I got this for, like, 30-something bucks. Okay, damn. So yeah, I wasn't trying to drop like two hundred bucks on a mic, you know what I mean? So all right. But you doing right, anything for uh, you playing anything for Mania? Um, no, not yet. But that'd be a fun trip. I feel I just feel like I need to get at least one more Mania in before I call it a wrap. All right, and right now, uh, thirty-one is the goat show simply because I was there. So. Oh really? I was. Whew, I would have. I'd have been fortunate to be at thirty-one. I was at twenty-nine. It wasn't necessarily. My... <laughs> you would think like a show that had like Undertaker while he he could still go, 
You know, you've got Brock Lesnar in his physical prime. You've got The Rock, Dwayne right. Johnson himself, right. Punk in his right. prime, Cena in his prime. I mean, Jesus Christ, you would think that show would hit, but it just didn't. Like, that's, that's supposed to be that's the same way you talk about, like, WrestleMania 17. And we talk about it the same way we talk about, like, WrestleMania 2. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Like, you know, not, not to go on a tangent here, but they, that could have been, they had potential to make that a really good show. Yeah. They really did. And they, they kind of went with a little bit of a nostalgia act rather than like, you know. Sometimes you got to pull the triggers, bro. Let the new guys get that. Let the new guys get that. Do you think Punk should have been in that main event? Like the Absolutely. triple Yeah. That's what I say, too. Absolutely. I think it should have been a triple threat. And, and bro, you know how I feel about The Rock. Yeah, you know, I grew up on The Rock. The Rock is like you talk about my favorite wrestlers of all time. You know, spanning all you know promotions, The Rock is in the top three. No matter who else is up there with him, he's in the top three. The Rock had no business being in the main event of that match. If not, and if it was, it should have been a triple threat. A triple threat. One hundred. still have Cena pin The Rock. I don't even care you if Cena. You still won. have Cena pin The Rock. You're right. Yeah. All right. Because I, I'm sorry, but and I, and you know, with all I, you know, I got a, I got a lot of love for the Miz for multiple reasons, not only as a professional wrestler, but as a reality TV bro. He's in my he's in my reality TV friend. He is all right. He didn't deserve to be in that match more than Punk did. And the fact that the Miz has a main event, I won, I beat John Cena in the main event of the biggest wrestling show of all time. The biggest, biggest wrestling show of in, in wrestling promotions, and CM Punk does not have those have that. It's it's it's, it's whatever, man. I don't know. That's actually that's actually kind of wild that that happened. That's wild, to put this, man. Put things into perspective. He he technically Seth Rollins. I mean, like you know, obviously he cashed in in the main event of Thirty One, but like in terms of like I walked into WrestleMania as a main eventer. Like I'm in the scheduled match for the main event. Seth doesn't have one of those either, right? <laughs> Which I kind of feel like I think like you know you brought up earlier about you know he's got some probably injuries. I think he even said like there's some things like you know he's been holding off surgery on. I think he's doing that with like the hope that he might main event night one. I think. I'm not mad at it. Him versus Gunther for the world heavyweight title night one main event. I think that's probably honestly my best bet at that point. Gunther has to win, though. Oh, well, he's gonna, yeah, he he's gonna win. He's yeah. gonna win. I mean, that's a given. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. This was fun, though. Um, All right, man. Up. I appreciate you, man. Sorry about, sorry about everything else today, man. My guy. No, nah, no worries, dude. I got nothing going on today. I was just kind of almost waiting for you to tell me that you were good to go. Sorry. No, you're good. All right, man. But I will get at you, bro. Uh, shit, man. Let me know if you make it. Uh, you you probably not gonna come out to the to LA area for a Sarkis' birthday or anything like that, are you? When is that? Like the, is it September? The 16th? Yeah, September. I don't know. I know. I don't know if he's doing something on the 16th. Or he's doing it on the 30th at that uh, roast situation, man. But yeah, man, bro. I understand. Like you know, you kind of roll different, man. But it's good to see your face in those kind of crowds. You, know, yeah. you already got a lot of love between everybody, so. All right, yeah, no, I'll I'll let you know like what my what my deal is and stuff, but cool. All right, man. All right. See ya, bro. See ya, bro.